0: You are listening to the Dream for Others podcast with Naomi Arnold, episode 12. Dream for you, dream for me, dream for others. Yeah, yeah. And now, your host, award winning life and business coach Naomi Arnold. Hello. I was thinking as I was recording this, that by the time you're listening, it's going to be three months since the podcast has been going in this new format. I hope you've been enjoying it and finding it valuable. I've certainly been enjoying sharing some of my random thoughts and frameworks with you and some of the things that I do to dream for self and dream for others I wanted to talk to you today about a topic that comes up a lot with my coaching clients and also in our Gentle Business Mastermind, actually. One of the things that many people struggle with, especially those who identify as gentle or highly sensitive, is that people in their life often have trouble witnessing them and their emotions. They want to show up as they are and be genuine and real and authentic about how they're feeling. If they've had a rough day or they're going through a challenging period, they don't want to be dishonest about this. They want to be open and they want to share and they want to express emotion when they feel emotion. But they are sometimes hesitant to do this in reality because those who they are speaking with might find it challenging to listen. They might feel uncomfortable when someone appears to be emotional or upset or depressed. They might immediately feel a pressure or a tension to resolve this, to fix it. And when they can't, they might react in a way that isn't very helpful or... Kind or compassionate, and they might shut that person down or dismiss them or avoid them or give them uninvited advice or try to move that conversation on from where it was. I've heard clients share that in some coaching or group coaching contexts, when they've attended with an emotion or they've shared something that they've been grappling with or that has been really traumatic for them, that they have actually been told this isn't the place for that to take it somewhere else. Their posts have been deleted or they've been told they're not ready for coaching, that they need therapy, even if they themselves feel they're ready for coaching or if they already have a therapist and they have been told that they're at a place where they can have coaching as well. And they know that they're in a place where they can move forward. Many of us might respond in this way with colleagues or or peers or with uh, family and friends as well. If we genuinely care for them, we want to fix things. We want to make things better for them. And if their expression is triggering something within us or making us uncomfortable, we might try to shut it down or move them on or dismiss them. We don't want to feel the tension that it stirs up within us. And in some contexts, fixing is necessary and appropriate, of course. Like if I take my laptop to the Apple store because it is faulty, I don't want empathy alone. I want them to fix that thing and I want them to fix it ASAP. But if I'm having a bad week or month, sometimes I don't want people to fix things for me. I just want to share with them. I want someone to listen, someone to help me feel heard and understood and to let me know if they resonate or if they've been through something similar too. It it helps you feel like you're not alone. Sometimes just sharing my story and being heard, just talking it through and knowing that someone is fully present and listening and trying to witness and understand me is healing enough. It makes me connect with my humanness and their humanness too. And you can feel the care and the mutual support. You can feel that they are willing to sit with you in the tension and experience that discomfort and feel With you. Sometimes that in itself helps people move forward. Many times, this witnessing is much more powerful an experience than someone who is trying to fix things or suggest solutions or nudge us in a certain direction. Being a witness to someone's emotion or suffering or grieving or pain and resisting that urge to give advice or the need to find a solution or the temptation to push them away if we can't find that solution, it's a skill and it's a skill that often takes conscious practice. So how do we do this? When a friend or a family member or a colleague or a client is crying or telling us about something we're really struggling with, what can we do? First, we can pause. We can ground ourselves in that moment and we can focus on being really present with them. This might mean experiencing some discomfort ourselves. We might feel some physiological responses in our body. We might feel nervous. And that's okay. We can feel that while we listen. Now, this obviously won't be the case for everyone in in every single context. If someone is sharing something with you and it's doing more than making you nervous, maybe it's triggering a trauma of your own or maybe it's making you feel unsafe. Please, of course, trust yourself here. You do what you need to do to protect yourself, to end that conversation and to find safety for you. You do what you need. But if that's not the case, if it's just discomfort that you are feeling, if it's just a tension because you haven't had practice being present with someone who is crying or you've always felt like this pressure to find a solution it might be time to practice a different way. So you can let that discomfort be. You can be aware of that tension or those nerves that you're feeling and you can still be there for that person anyway. You can take a few breaths if you need to. And maybe in a future episode, I can teach you a few different breathing techniques that might help here as well. And then, unless they specifically ask you for advice or for suggestions on what they could do, resist the urge to do so. Instead, focus your full intention on listening and on showing that you're listening, making statements and asking questions that demonstrate you are listening, trying to convey to them that you understand or you're trying to understand. Try not to give them uninvited advice. If there is something that you are desperate to share that you think would really be useful and maybe ask for their consent first so you can say something like, if you like, I can share what's been helpful for me in the past when I've experienced this. But of course, if you just want a listening ear today, I don't have to go there either. Or if you like, I can share what has helped some of my previous clients who have been through this so you can determine if any of these strategies might be useful to you too. But of course, we can just talk it through. That's totally fine too. Or one of the most powerful questions, of course, of all is, is there anything I can do to support you at the moment? You will find that this witnessing, this attempt at deep listening will often result in you feeling good too. The bond, the connection, the sense of feeling moved within yourself will bring not only benefit to them, but to you as well. Witnessing someone show up authentically as themselves in that moment, being brave and vulnerable, often inspires us to face some of the more challenging aspects of our life and our emotions too. It can sometimes help us move forward in ways that we didn't even know we needed to or wanted to. It can help us feel more connected and seen and appreciated and acknowledged and heard as well. A lot of the time through listening and witnessing the person will not only find that conversation healing but will often find any relevant solutions themselves as well just by sharing them and expressing them and working them through with you, wading through that messiness and releasing some of the emotion or loneliness or getting clearer on where they were most struggling by saying it out loud to a listening ear. You will often feel this shift. You'll witness that moment where they come up with the solution themselves and feel heard and validated and supported in doing so. Whereas if you had have interjected early on with your uninvited advice and solutions and fixes, it may not have felt as moving or as empowering for them. So in this brief episode today, I invite you to ponder on where you could possibly practice witnessing rather than fixing more. Maybe it's with a loved one or a colleague or a client, or maybe it's even within yourself to feel and witness the emotions and the feelings and the stories more to journal this out on the page without immediately switching to solution mode. I would love if you would share in the comments on the show notes page or tag me on social media at Naomi L. Arnold, hashtag dream for others. What is the one thing you are going to focus on this week when it comes to the art of witnessing over fixing? I would love to read what you'll be focusing on and I might even practice alongside you some of those items as well. Thanks for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Are you finding this content useful? Imagine having Naomi in your corner all year for monthly one on one coaching sessions, unlimited email support, and business resources. Visit naomiarnold.com forward coaching for details.